The following is a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC 90.3 FM. Welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a show where we get to meet a great number of interesting people and have just a large variety of unique and wonderful topics. Today, I am humbled and happy to have Mr. Chris Sweeney, the Director of Residence Life, who is joining me out of a very busy summer, which when, when you think of summer, you generally think of vacation, not so much for Chris. <laughs> Chris, thank you for being on the show with me, and uh, so glad you're here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. But one of the things I do, and I want to talk about your position, but as you were saying, this is your first time on, on this show, which mm-hmm. makes the show infinitely greater than it was when you're not here. Um, but I ask for people to give me a background. I call it from birth to this chair, the <laughs> chair in which you are now sitting. So if you could give us a background into how you grew up, your education, what attracted you to Kentucky Wesleyan College, and, and mm-hmm. what has brought you to where you are today. Yeah, absolutely. I'll try and keep it short and sweet as much as possible. Um, fun fact, I was born in Las Vegas, Nevada. Nice. Uh, but we've had some family over in Evansville, Indiana. And so that's where I grew up, uh, mm. up through high school is Evansville. At what age did you move to Evansville from Las Vegas? Uh, I don't remember. So okay. probably pretty so young. So you were very young. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then I went to Central High School. Mm-hmm. And then I went on to Indiana State University to do my bachelor's degree. Okay. I actually got a degree in finance. Nice. And uh, I ended up joining a fraternity, Lambda Chi Alpha. Okay. And you probably see me wear their shirts. Hey, you, you are wearing your Lambda Chi Alpha shirt today. Yep. And so we have a what we call it. ELC, an educational leadership consultant, and mm-hmm. basically they travel to fraternities, Lambda Chi Alpha fraternities across the nation, and so we had one of those, of course, met them, and that's kind of what inspired me to get into higher education without even really knowing it. Um, I decided to apply to be an ELC, and I end up getting into position. And, that's a, what is B and ELC? Uh, so it's an educational leadership consultant, and essentially the best way I describe it to people is auditing chapters. Okay. And so I'll go in and make sure their finances are right, they're doing their philanthropy, their brotherhood events, community service, all the anything that would be with the fraternity, I would go in and basically make sure they're doing the right things, help them out in any way possible, bring, bring ideas. So your background in business was still extremely helpful. You just... Yep really broadened your palate as you were going through this position. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I find that being able to use an Excel sheet impresses people much more <laughs> often than uh, you would think. Um, and then I did that for a year and happened to find that there was a position open at the University of Evansville mm-hmm. uh, as the uh, basic, the assistant director of Greek life, a Greek advisor. And so that was kind of always my dream job. Um for like a year or two when I got into higher education. And so being back home with family and friends and being able to do a position I really love is what took me there. And then I ended up doing that for three years. Mm -hmm. And now, actually, funny enough, this is my one-year anniversary at Kentucky Wesleyan. Well, congratulations. We are very glad you are here, just to let everyone know you've done an incredible job since your arrival. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And just to answer the question of what kind of drew me to Kentucky Wesleyan, um, a couple of things, really. I would say one on the personal side, uh, my wife, she works in, in Owensboro. And so, of course, I looked for jobs in Owensboro, but it, it was almost like fate, really, because when I was looking, this position opened up. And I had never done Res Life before mm-hmm. until I got to University of Evansville. And I kind of I fell in love with Res Life. Um, it, it's different. You know, if you weren't an RA in your undergrad, then you wouldn't. it's hard to understand Res Life. So going from not doing anything in my undergrad 
to doing it as a prof- live in professional position like we have on our own campus. Mm-hmm. It was a big change, but I really I really enjoyed it. And so finding this position, it just seemed like fate. Um, and I, I love the the smaller private schools, uh, being able to have the interactions with the students, be able to know almost all the students by name. That's really important to me to be able to build relationships with them. And, and getting to know them. Uh, with that, I agree. I uh, That was one of the very similar things that drew me to Kentucky Wesleyan College. I'm now in my th- my third year. As you entered Res Life, Kentucky Wesleyan College has a fairly active Greek system. Mm-hmm. And when people think of a Greek system, they think, well, if they're old enough, they think of Animal House. If they're <laughs> young enough, I'm not sure which movie of which they think. But the, the connotation nationally for Greek life is not always positive. And can you describe the Greek life at Kentucky Wesleyan College through your eyes as the residential uh, director of residential life? Yeah, um, I, I, I mean, I do not think our Greek life at Kentucky Wesleyan is anything like you see in the movies. Mm-hmm. We have young men and women who care about their community, care about their school, care about their peers, whether they're Greek life or not Greek life. And I, and that's really what Greek life is about, is being able to support your community, support your school, support your sisters, your brothers, and everyone around you. A lot of people think that Greek life is like, oh, if you're not a part of it, then they don't want anything to do with you. And I see so many people in Greek life, you know, treating people with respect helping them, doing whatever they can, mm-hmm. whether they're a part of their fraternity or sorority or not. I think that's really important. And then also helping each other. A right. lot of times you'll see com- Greek life communities, especially at bigger schools, where they butt heads a lot because they're trying to be better than the other one. Right. Well, here I- I've seen a lot of support for each other, and I, I think that's just awesome. Well, And that is interesting. That's exactly what I saw when I arrived here. I uh, saw a Greek system that really is unlike any I've ever witnessed. Uh, with the outreach, with the community help they do, and with how they try to integrate all of the students on campus into the Panther community, so yeah. to speak. And it is such a positive way for, for them to, to go. And, and the, the nice thing is we had uh, a summer or two ago, we had a reunion of one of the sororities, 1985 mm-hmm. to 1989, I believe it was. And all the young ladies who are in the sorority now uh, at Kentucky Wesleyan College came out and they just had a wonderful, wonderful time and uh, just intermixing. But they remain lifelong friends, but not not just with themselves, but also with the, with the community of, of Owensboro, which is, is kind of fun. So I'm glad to hear that that you have seen somewhat similar. I want to switch directions a little bit and because you've had a fairly easy summer. <laughs> yeah, we could say that. <laughs> And and I say that in jest because this has been one of the more busy summers on any campus Mm -hmm. I've ever witnessed. I think a lot of people have the impression in higher education that you have your summers off. (laughs) And can you explain a little bit about what you've been doing this summer just trying to prep for the return of our students? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and that's exactly what I mean. It's a lot of preparation for the fall and, and some of the spring if you can. Because once the students get back, you want to commit your time to those students, Correct. not just doing administrative work. Of course, you do some of that while they're here, mm-hmm. but you want to be able to spend as much time with them and getting to build those relationships. Um, so I've done a lot of planning uh, for the RA programming, um, RA training, and then as well as well our, our buildings. And um, RA is resident assistant. Resident These are folks assistants. who, students yep. who live directly in the residence halls and, and oversee and, and help uh, mentor some of our younger students. Yep, yep, absolutely. They, we have uh, about 22 RAs. They live throughout all our buildings. 
Um, and they're, they're just a resource for the students. They come from multiple different backgrounds. Some are athletes, some are not athletes, some mm-hmm. are Greek life, some are not Greek life. Uh, they all different majors, um, different experiences come from different places. So, um, they're just a, they're a resource really at the end of the day for our, our residential students, whether you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, or senior, right. um, they're a resource there as well. And so we also do a lot of, um, look back, you know, I like to be someone and look back back at the year and figure out, okay, well, what are some things that we could do better? How can we learn from that? Mm-hmm. Make And that's part of prepping for, for the fall, really. Well, and we all want to improve every year. Yep. And, and I think that look back, as you're calling it, is extremely important. And it doesn't mean that the, the year past went poorly. It may have gone mm-hmm. very well. But when you look back, what can you improve upon or what can you strengthen that was working that yep. was working well? So you do you do RA training. Mm-hmm. And, and, and what else have you been doing? This has been a uh, truthfully an extremely busy summer for you. So I've yeah. we see trucks all over campus. You know exactly what is in each one of those trucks. Can you explain a little bit what it is we're trying to do uh, for the, ca- the the campus has been in Owensboro for seventy years, mm-hmm. and I always say old buildings are nice if you keep them updated. So what have you been doing with that regard within that regard over the course of this summer? Yeah, I mean it's just checking up on the progress uh, of our renovations. And, uh, and and what type what what renovations are we doing? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So we got well a couple major renovations. I would say uh, the one in Deacon uh, we did too, and I think the students will be really happy to hear mm-hmm. this. But we got new beds, so those beds are able to be lofted or bunkable. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not the old metal ones that we used to have. They're the nice <laughs> wooden ones. They're hopefully also a little easier to navigate. Mm-hmm. Put them at different levels instead of the one level they were at. Um, and the second thing we did was we put lights in in Deacon, so no yeah. more having to bring your lamps, uh, find a switch, find a plug in. You can just turn the light on and there you go um which i think has been an awesome well and it, it amazes me that many of the residence halls built during that time as deacon did not have overhead lighting and they just assumed you'd bring your own illumination i i don't know the thought process behind that but that will be huge yep. the you you talk about having uh, the summer is very short window to get things done now the furniture for deacon actually came in last summer did it not yeah and yep. the window closed and once students are back as you were saying once students are back Prep work stops, yep. and you really then have to tend to the needs of the students who are here at that time. Yep. So it was very nice to be able to get in the, the furniture for Deacon, and there's been a, a small renovation, I guess, in Peoples? Yes, yeah, small one. <laughs> uh, so what we did there is we tore out all the old furniture. Uh well, I would also like to say that we donated a lot of those beds. We had yeah. donated around 150 beds um, to some nonprofit groups, so which was really awesome to be yeah. able to do. We still have some beds left over, um, which we're still hoping to donate. But we tore out all the built-in furniture and people's painted the walls, put in new flooring, and started yesterday putting in the, the new furniture. And, so, and I, I got to see some of that. I, I think the students yeah. will be extremely happy. It's now movable. The old furniture, if I remember correctly, was attached directly to the walls. Yep. It was immovable and really somewhat, well, outdated yep. probably since the 70s. Yeah, and I mean, there were... It, it was just, it's just been awesome to be able to get that because we had some dressers missing drawers and you we couldn't replace them they were old metal metal right. drawers um, we had to take from other rooms if they weren't being used the only thing that was movable in those rooms were the beds and the chairs okay and that and that was it so now it, it, it the building's the same mm-hmm. um, there's been new paint new flooring new furniture which is which is huge and uh, I know they painted the bathrooms which were sort of a, a 1960s pink uh, <laughs> 
but but they look much nicer. So all this is sort of prep work for for students coming back. So you're training RAs, you're renovating some of the uh, other areas. What else do you do in the summer? Well, and that's a lot. Don't get yeah, me wrong. So yeah. I'm not uh, not trying to downplay what you've been doing, but I don't think people understand the amount of work that you conduct during these months. Yeah, no, absolutely. A lot of it also goes to housing assignments. Okay. And it sounds like one task. Then it's like, oh, it's only one thing. But for me, I take it very personal, mm -hmm. whether it be returning students or new students. But for I do a lot of my housing assignments for new students in the summer. Mm -hmm. And it's a difficult task because I want to make sure they get what they want. And sometimes a lot of our new students don't put a roommate. So, you know, it's a random person that they're going right. to live with. They fill out a little survey. But, I mean, it took me two and a half weeks to really – to get it down, to make sure that these students are paired with hopefully, and you know, you're never perfect, but with the right student for the and, coming fall. And when you think about that's really one of the most important aspects, right? We have classrooms, we're in, in classes, we have the, the professor-student interaction, we have the different clubs or athletics, mm -hmm. but the person with whom you're rooming is a person with whom you're going to spend the majority of your time. Yep. And if you have a bad pairing, that, that can change the outcome of, the, of your entire undergraduate experience. So I think you do a great job. I know there's a lot of pressure on that. Uh, so you've been here a year. You've been at Kentucky Wesleyan College for a year. I'm going to ask you the same thing I ask students. Name one thing that you think has gone very well, and name one thing that where we need to improve as a college. That's a tough one. I would say the one thing that has gone very well, which I think is the easier, I mean, we just talked about it. I feel like we've put some we've put some major money behind these projects i mean these are not cheap things but they're just as important things but understanding that it, it's uh you know when it comes to a budget there's only so much to go around and sure. so being able to do such a major project like that for people's and the new the part of the project we did for deacon i think are so huge and a step forward to what students are wanting because at the end of the day where where do our students stay most of the time they're they're in their rooms whether they're student athletes or regular students Definitely. greek life not greek life whatever it may be um they're they're in the residence that, that is their home and i th i think i would like to to explain we started a facilities committee yep with uh representation from across the campus mm -hmm. from every department on campus and then but the actuality is the projects that took place in the residence halls were almost directly because of a student survey that was run last year mm -hmm. and getting their feedback on what was most important to them because we, you and I, do not walk through the residence halls. Nobody wants to see us in the residence halls. <laughs> yeah. So if they don't tell us what's wrong, often we don't see the, the state of repair of, mm -hmm. of the building. So I, I, I do want for students who may be listening to realize how important is that input because it was directly because of that survey that we redid uh, those that we did those projects and redid those dormitories and residence halls. Yeah, so that's great. So, what do we, on what do we need to work? Uh, I would say this is a pretty general thing, um, and it, it probably goes for most colleges, honestly. But it, it, it's just general understanding that. Um, because we have a lot of audiences that we're filling. So students who be our main customers or main people that we want to make happy. We want to see them thrive to be better mm -hmm. at them. And then at the end of the day, graduate. We want to see Correct. them come here and then leave. We want to see them leave. We want to see <laughs> them graduate. We want them to leave successfully. Exactly. Correct, exactly. Yes. Um, but, and then we have people who are doing their jobs, their best to do their jobs. But I think sometimes the understanding 
isn't there from okay. the different parties that they may question, well, why did they do this and not do that? Right. Or why, why did they continue to do that? Or what, you know, they just question it, but sometimes there isn't a full scope there for them to, or all the context for them to understand, well, those decisions were made because that's, that's either the best we can do or the, I mean, I mean, that's really it is the best we can do. Right. And so I think understanding from anyone's party, whether you're a professional that works here or you're a student that goes here, residential, commuter, athlete, Greek life, any any demographic, that um, I, I truly believe that everybody who's working here, they're doing their best they can yeah. and they care. But I, it, sometimes that understanding is missed. Well, and, and to get that understanding, I think you need good communication. And that really does have to start at the top. And if we're doing communication properly then that will filter down and i always fight with how much is too much communication how much is too little because if you give too much people turn off and if you give too little obviously you're just not giving the right information so those are very great insights and and so chris thank you once again and we are out of time we're actually a little bit over time but i would like to uh, as my guest i would like to give you the last word on the show if there's anything you would like to say before we sign off yeah no i appreciate that and i really appreciate you having me. I would just say that we, I said it yesterday in our meeting, we're now 19 days away from (laughs) our students moving in. And so I'm just excited to have them back and I'm ready for them to be here. Uh, We're always excited to have students back. I always say that, that a campus without students is just a set of empty buildings and that's just not a lot of fun. Chris, thank you once again. I know how busy you are and for everyone out there, be good to yourself, be good to each other and enjoy the remainder of the summer as it's going by very quickly. Until next time, goodbye. The proceeding was a broadcast service of Kentucky Wesleyan College and WKWC. Cannot be reproduced, rebroadcast, or recorded without written permission by the show's host, WKWC, or Kentucky Wesleyan College.